Hey guys, first and foremost, as always, humbled, thankful for you listening to the podcast. Keep hitting me up on Twitter with feedback. Also, um, really excited about something. Over the last several months, it's become uh, very clear to me that the 4Ds product that VaynerMedia has, the one-day consulting session that's $10,000, that's really... kind of going after a business doing a million, maybe 500,000 to 20 million a year in revenue has been really working. We 60 to 70% of the businesses have had ridiculous uh, ROI from the session. And so now I'm rolling it out because it clearly works. So VaynerMedia is uh, super proud to present uh, uh, the four Ds, uh, the daily digital deep dive, GaryVEE.com slash four D the number 4D podcast, GaryVEE.com, 4D podcast, if you're ready to take your business to the next level. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Because we're going to be What up, uh, podcast? It's me uh, on a plane recording this quick little intro. Uh, this one really popped. Uh, went into the BBC radio station and uh, and just dropped some serious fire. Uh, incredible interviewer, uh, incredible content. I think it's going to hit some people this morning, this evening, on the treadmill, walking the dog. BBC Radio 1 Extra, uh, this is a moment. Firstly, before we introduce uh, this morning's guest, I just want to say I'm super, super grateful uh, for everything you do because this is a radio station that I really wanted to get on and listening to, to your videos, your podcast helped me get here. And we got a room, a nice radio, if you're watching, you'll be able to see at some point, a room full of people who you really helped. So everyone in the room, can we just get some Gary Vee energy? Gary Vee This is so ridiculously humbling. Thank you so much. The, first of all, the fact that you wore a throwback Jets sweater is uh, is put me in the right mindset. And then all the love the guys just gave me. By the way, I know it's radio, so everybody listening, all the guys are very attractive as well. So just something you guys should know out there listening. But Venus Bulls, Vayner yes. Media, yes. Uh, the book, yes. K-Swiss Cheese, podcast. Yes. You do a lot. Yeah, man. I, look, uh, here's what I think. I think we get one at bat. Um, the number one thing that scares me in life is regret. I really, really, really don't want to be on my deathbed, whether that's tomorrow or when I'm 97, and think oh, I should have done that. I should like that's that spooks me, right? Like hard work, people judging me, leaving, you know, trolling me on social media, like all the stuff that normal people worry about. I don't worry about. I worry about regret. And so I'm trying to squeeze everything out of my life. And so, yeah, I do a lot. Which is interesting because with this interview, there's so many interviews you got on YouTube. And half of it, we have to give the practical advice for for the new people that haven't heard of you before. Sure. Um, And then half of the interview, we can go really geeky. So I guess you starting off with hashtag one life. Yes. Um, So let's start off super practical. For the person tuned in that is a part of the rat race. Yes. I know you help a lot of people start, especially younger people, but how does a person with four kids existing right now, doesn't like his job, but just can't quit and sell stuff and find stuff in the junkyard? So if you're listening and you're over 42, let's just use my age, um, there's something interesting. You said something that I help a lot of people that are younger. It only has to do with one thing. They actually believe in the technology we live in, right? This room is filled with guys right now who've taken advantage of YouTube or Instagram or just the Facebooks of the world 
And the only thing I need to do to break through somebody who's 47 in the suburbs of London Mm -hmm. who has a mortgage debt and three children is for them to understand that unlike when he or she and I grew up and there was no internet, the thought of like having a happy life was separate than taking care of what you were supposed to take care of. The fact that everybody can come home tonight at six, seven, eight, nine p.m. and then take out their phone or their iPad or whatever and get to work for three more hours and go to sleep at midnight, get their good six or seven hours of sleep. I'm not talking about don't sleep. A lot of people get me confused. Yeah. My big thing is if you're not happy, if you're happy and you make 37,000 pounds a year, mazel tov, do you. But if you are not happy, if you hate your job, Right, you can do something about it instead of blaming Brexit or blaming Trump or blaming your mom. Like, do something about it. And my point is, it's the internet. But the thing is, I feel with London uh, and the UK, that America's really good on. It's hard for a lot of people that do, do work in corporations to get out their phone. mobile phone and start vlogging at work because the boss and everyone else in the room. In America, is like, that's bad too. But guess what? Starting four three three, the soccer platform is not hard, meaning it takes talent to get that big, but I'm not, there's no, listen, don't get America twisted. Everybody always says this to me when I'm outside the US. Yeah, but in America, you guys, uh uh-uh. 99% of Americans are introverts and don't do anything either. It's just a mindset. I would actually argue that, now look, Europe I think has lost a lot of its entrepreneurial spirit, but I would tell you South America, Asia, there's a lot of places where people are more gangster than the US. Don't get the US Hollywood extrovert me, me, me culture twisted. This is a divide between people that understand what the internet is up to and people that don't. Somebody driving right now listening to this doesn't realize that their deep knowledge of the Manchester United football team can create a hundred thousand euros a year job if they knew what to do and putting out content and opinions on Instagram podcast and YouTube. They don't know. See, you nine are educated and then you tried and the opportunity is so big, regardless of how talented you are or not, I'm being serious right now, you're gonna get some return on investment because it's a land grab. I'm really killing it because I'm talented and I knew about the land grab. But the fact that somebody who's driving right now and hates being a clerk at a retail store or an accountant in a firm, but knows an unbelievable amount about beers or sports or babysitting or roses or farming or TV shows and could put out their opinions and thoughts and expertise on social and over four years switch from being an accountant to being a tastemaker on what show should be on Netflix next is a remarkable magical moment in time that sounds like snake oil until you lift the hood and see what's up. I want to ask you as well, you mentioned it, I know you had Divock Origi on your show uh, yes. from Liverpool and now Wolfsburg. Mm-hmm. Football, it feels like you're about to take over the football world, well, the soccer world, and I think that's the reason why you're in London, uh, So, <laughs> which is true, right? Well, I didn't drop 433's um, handle for kicks for no and reason, Look, yeah. I think you might be right. Listen, I think for you, and it seems like, a, you know, it seems like this whole crew you've got here, Somewhere around 18 months ago, even though I've been passionate about it for a long time, I'm like, it's time to penetrate hip-hop for real. And then over the last 18 months, a lot of people listening to this, and I could see some of the heads nodding, I've systematically started to penetrate hip-hop. I will do the same thing for proper football. Proper football, okay. <laughs> Brody Prince, Brody I just made Prince. a lot of Brits happy with my American uh, acknowledgement. So look, I think, I think it's, I care about a, I care about a couple things. I care about attention. 
and that's what I've been talking about. Where is the attention? It's Instagram, it's Facebook, it's Twitter, it's, it's YouTube, podcasting. Uh, I care about culture. And, and soccer slash proper football is culture. It is, you know, basketball and proper football are gonna be the two biggest sports for the rest of my life in the world, and I will be a part of them some shape or form. Uh, and the third thing I care about is empathy. You know, I'm so consumer-centric. The reason everybody here gave me that incredible, you know, greeting, and even before we went on the air, the authentic one-on-one one, is because I don't want them to watch my stuff because I want them to then sign up for my $20,000 a year mastermind or my $800 bullshit ebook. I want them to be happy and tell other people that I brought them value for free. Mm. We, have, we have eight people here affected. I made zero dollars and zero cents. Out of them even coming today. So to me, that is leaving legacy. And to me, legacy matters, and it starts with empathy. Empathy is actually caring about the other person more than you care about yourself. It makes you impactful, it gives you legacy, and it also makes you great at sales. I'm great at selling stuff when I want to, because I'm thinking about you, not me. Like when I'm collaborating with K-Swiss and trying to tell them what kind of sneaker we make, I think about the box, the tissue paper, how we launch it, what are we doing? Like what am I doing that's gonna make it hot for a sneakerhead? not how am I gonna maximize my profit? The tissue paper costs more. The better box costs more. That means I made less money, but you liked it more, which means we can have a relationship for the next hundred years, not for a few minutes. And this is why the Jay Critch meetings, the Rich the Kid meetings, Jeezy, for when other brands that you do buy with VaynerMedia, they get involved. And if you notice the meetings I have with Gunna or Russ or the characters that you just met, I have one passion. How do I help them? And here's the best part. When I help all of them, and in nine years I buy a Cognac, and I asked them to all help me. If all of them said, no, forget you, you can't imagine how much that would not hurt my feelings. No expectations. No expectations, brother. (laughs) So I give, 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 I have no expectations. It makes me feel like I'm unbeatable. One thing I want to go on as well, um, there's a lot of comments and you're someone that's quick to buy different apps, different uh, software that's coming up. Fools on Vero. Yes. The app. So Vero falls into, first of all, great question. People, D-Rock's probably happy. Everybody's been asking for my opinion on this. On Vero, I'm on it. I'm watching it. But I'm not over, everybody's overreacting, right? Like, because here's why. There's a lot of young people that haven't been around in the last wave of social media networks. We haven't had a new one hit the lexicon in a little while, right? So everyone's like, this is the new stuff. This is like a, re- people are reacting because they're mad that their Instagram you know, numbers are down because the algorithm changed without understanding that Instagram is free and giving you a ton of exposure. Could Vero win? Sure. Do I do I overreact in that it sucks or that it's the next big thing? Absolutely not. My cadence with anything like Vero or anything else is taste, 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 taste. And when I need to go all in, I'll go all in. So I don't I'm not gonna come on this show or go out in public and predict because I don't like guessing because I don't want that vulnerability. Mm. I have no idea. I'm watching everybody. I want to see what happens when the high of let's be on Vero goes away when you post nine pictures on Vero and get 27 likes instead of the one you post on Instagram. I mean, people left Snapchat, which actually had community. Did you think, did you see the Snapchat update? I love the Snapchat update. You love the I love it. Let me tell you why all the kids hate it. Yeah, even Kylie hated it. Yeah, I mean, listen, Kylie... Kylie is Kylie on a separate kick. Like, 
she listen, she's got all the leverage in the world and she's gonna do what she's gonna do. And and I don't think even Kylie, to me, if Kylie hates it or Sally Pants Magoo in Manchester hates it, it's all the same game. Kylie just has impact, right? To me, it's consumer and human behavior. Here's what's happening with Snapchat. People hate change. People hate change. People hate change even if they're 26. Do you know that all the people listening right now who are under 30 are gonna get caught? They make fun of their parents and grandparents or older brothers and siblings for not being cool with tech, yet none of them are using Alexa at home right now for real, yet voice is the next game, and in just seven or eight years, the 27-year-old right now who thinks they're they're fresh with their off-whites on is gonna feel super old. And with the Snapchat, this isn't just because you're an investor. No, no, this I, is genuine. Actually, I have so much more equity in Facebook that it's probably financially better for me if Instagram kills Snapchat based on my two investments. Um, and more importantly, when it comes to investments and my point of view, I will never go on the BBC, on YouTube, or anywhere and spit something that I don't believe because I there's no money that can buy me being wrong on film. Right? True. So for me, no, it's because I actually think it's a good update change. Do, do I think... It might be a little bit too late, maybe, right? But I can tell you right now, the way they did it, Discover, for example, now they've made it two swipes, left and right, right? More importantly, Discover now puts influencers and media companies and other places equal, which is important because that's how your Instagram and Facebook feeds actually work and Twitter. There is no priority to Kylie versus People Magazine, BBC versus LeBron, that's important because that's how you get discoverability and lack of friction. The new discover feature does that. That is gonna be beneficial to Snapchat because they alienated influencers too much over the last several years and didn't work with them and that hurt them and I think they're showing more respect now to an influencer. One thing, going quite geeky here, this is something I only heard the other day. Uh, rumored that Tony Robbins put 250 million in something called NAD Plus. I didn't hear Have you that. you heard of NAD Plus? No, but I mean, I, I can tell you right now, there's no chance that Tony Robbins put $250 million into anything because he doesn't have that kind of paper. Okay. He might have carried it. He might have raised 250 and got 20% on the back end, but Tony did not write a $250 million check. Now, by the way, I could be totally wrong, and yeah. if I am, I can't wait to make the meme of me saying this, <laughs> and then and then there's a video of Tony who's like, here's the check. But I would that would stun me if it's true. Yeah. And by the way... I would say that uh, what would be more likely if that is if he's associated at that level is the most extreme thing is that he raised two hundred fifty million dollars. Maybe that he's was the it, yeah. manager of that money and he makes twenty percent of the upside. That's how funds work for everybody at home, or it just falls outright. Something that and I, I don't even know what that thing is. I think it's uh, something you have that makes you live longer. Get it's it. like it's time for life. Um, I want to go on to I feel like something that might make people stop especially with all the videos that you do to make people want to start, now that we see Will Smith vlogging, yes. now that we see um, an artist in the UK that's quite big called George Ezra, he's now got a podcast, he can get Ed Sheeran on tomorrow, he can get someone else on. That's right. It seems like they... The establishment is coming. ...are taking over the stuff that we well, that's how do. Well, that's how it's always going to be, right? So, so that's just the game. Now, here's the question. There's a lot more famous people on podcasts and YouTube than me but I'm beating them, it's they, when it's Will Smith and they're actually talented and know how to adjust their content to the medium, they'll be successful. 
right? But there's a ton of famous people on podcasts that if you keep scrolling in the ranks are way, way down there from me. And it's because they haven't adjusted to what they should be doing on podcast and they're treating it like old school radio or television. So yes, if you're a star or have an audience and you go into a new medium and you respect the medium and you bring it, you will win. Ashton Kutcher won Twitter. DJ Khaled won Snapchat. But they had to respect Snapchat and Twitter to win. There was other famous people on Snapchat before Khaled. He just was authentically native to it. And that's why it worked. Will Smith is so ridiculously talented and is so authentically Will. And that's what he's putting out on social right now. He's Will. And Will works. That's how he got there in the first place. Mm -hmm. Too many people are Brad Pitt or soccer star, Messi or what have you, but then they go to Instagram and they're... or YouTube vlog or Snapchat and they're not themselves. They're the people they portray in the media, which is why they don't win. Mm. Gems, um, <laughs> Gary, we got a few more things as well. I wanna ask about kind of a selfish question as well. I know you mentioned in uh, Crushing It that, are you saying go all in internet and online rather than trying to build a career that you can mix in the mainstream? Because as a broadcaster, well, we, I well, got let's a little go more buzz- detail. What do you think, you mean like, like to me, you should do everything. Okay. Back to doing a lot. Like, can you be on a TV show tonight and be a guest? Do it. Can if somebody from the Sun wants to interview you, do it. Now, if you have to choose between being on a morning show here in London or being on the vloggers, one of the biggest vloggers shows that morning, I get more excited about number two. But my answer for you, all seven homies here and the millions listening over the course of the next decade you know, is both. Simple. <laughs> right? To me, attention. I said it earlier. Exposure. If you want to put 100,000 people in Wembley Stadium to have me listen and talk, I'm interested. Okay. If you want to have a mil- 100 million people watch me on video, I'm interested. It's all the same. It's just mm-hmm. attention. I don't care if it's physical or digital. It just don't overestimate the old important places. I don't want to be on Good Morning America as much as I want to be on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yet, 90% of people that don't know what's going on would laugh at what I just said. They would think Good Morning America was much better. They're wrong because they don't understand where the attention is. Yeah. With, um, I want to ask you about, you help a lot of people get money in terms of if they haven't got money in the first place. Yes. But sometimes I guess, I guess maybe that's where more people ask questions, how to make money rather than once you've got the money yeah. and you get your first paycheck and you're like, you know yeah. what, I've, I've got some money in the bank yes. now. Where do you go to then build that money? I think the reason you feel it right now is about a year ago I got into the whole mindset of like, oh crap, there's a lot of people watching me who have zero. So I started talking about the flip challenge and go to Craigslist. But in general, most of my career was talking more about people that had a little something. That's a very easy place for me. I think the answer to you or anybody who's listening is what do you want to happen in life? I want to buy the New York Jets American football team. I've got to be on the offense. you know. But if you have a little bit of money, and you don't wanna work super hard for the rest of your life, and you don't have ambition for all-time legacy, well then you should put your money into Facebook and Amazon stock and watch it grow over the next 20 years and buy yourself a nice little college cottage in the country when you're done. The answer to your question is completely 100% predicated on your ambition. What is the ambition that you have? If you wanna buy a Premier League team, you better go on the offense and pour every one of those dollars back into hyper upside. If you want to just chill and, and smoke weed in Ibiza, well, then you don't have to. 
Have you got a football team, by the way? No, not yet. We were talking. Can about you support? This. I, I'm thinking Fulham FC. So here's the big thing. Here's the big thing. Because we're like the Jets, we suck. Well, that's very interesting to me. I have only two rules on my football team. They can't have won a championship in the last 30 years. They haven't. Uh, well, then I'm interested. Cool. Um, <laughs> we're gonna go out on this something super practical, something that we can use for the Instagram pages, etc. Three tips to get happy, stay happy. And I guess financially secure, but that goes into the happiness as well. Well, I don't know about that. Like, I, I really think the money and happiness thing is a very big confusion. Most of my richest friends are miserable, and some of my poorest friends are super happy. So, but I'll, so that's just one point, but let's break it down. A couple things. The biggest reason people are unhappy right now is because they value somebody else's opinion more than they value their own. That is the number one blanket statement that I've got for everybody. Your, your mother's point of view on you your wife's point of view on you, your, your boyfriend's point of view, your homie's point of view. Like, the reason I'm super happy is nobody can tell me nothing. My wife, mom, and daughter could walk into my room right now, tell me I'm a piece of crap, and I would be 100% unfazed. That is some gangster emotional structure. And that's why I can never lose. I know who I am, and I just, I'm unfazed. So if my mom, daughter, and wife could come in and tell me I'm a piece of crap and I'm cool, what do you think that troll on Instagram that says I suck does? Nothing. So you need to figure out the following. It is very likely that either your mom or dad screwed you up. They made you insecure. They didn't love you enough. They told you they, you weren't good because they weren't good and misery loves company. Once you face that demon, once you cut out negativity and the people that hold you down and you surround yourself with positivity and don't confuse delusion. Don't watch my videos and rah-rah up and you don't put any work in, nothing good's gonna happen. You're just gonna watch my videos. So don't get it confused, but life is basic. You're either on the optimism team or you're on the pessimism team. You're either, you're either on the offense or you're on the defense. The reason people are unhappy is because, let's talk about money and unhappiness. Your three best friends have a BMW and you don't. You think it's that, you don't realize that I loved when all my friends had BMWs and I had nothing. It's just perspective, man. What are we doing here? Like, what are you valuing? Like, what, what's, everybody's on defense. All the immigration issues in the world. Nobody's taking yours. You think some immigrant's taking your job? You suck. <laughs> like, if you think that, right? You think somebody else is taking your spot? This is the world. We live in the rich, like, you know rich this world in the UK market? You live in the UK and you're complaining? Get the hell out of here. So, so that's practical. You, you have a family member or a childhood that put you in a mindset of defense. And listen, I know I'm gonna get a lot of hits on Twitter and Instagram about this interview now when I spit this, because I know a lot of people haven't heard of me or have context on me. Let me just say this. The answer to everything is and what now, right? Like, I know people grew up in alcoholic households. I know people were molested. I know people had somebody steal all their money. Here's my problem, nobody cares. Like, what are you waiting for? Like, like nobody's, there is no fair fairy flying down from the earth and saying, you were born an African-American in America where that's an issue. Here's a million dollars. That's not happening. So my thing is, instead of dwelling and wishing how it was, understand, back to the next practical part of your question, that the internet is now here. And guess what? The internet's not a 76-year-old white man. It's the internet. And that means everybody's got a shot. 
So go take yours. It's happening on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Go figure it out instead of shitting on it and thinking it sucks. And go get your money, happiness, and that's it. Simple as that. I got no time for people complaining because it's just not true anymore. 1986? Yes. 2018? What do you think's going on? Why do you think Me Too's happening now? The internet one. It's over. Go get yours. Gary Vaynerchuk. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Hey, podcast. It's Gary V. Super excited about another audio experience. This is a little bit more about music. Uh, go right now to Spotify. By the way, we need to put it on Apple Music too. Okay, good. Uh, Please go to Spotify, maybe even Apple Music right now if my team can move fast before we post this on the podcast. Go to Spotify and search Monday to Monday, Monday to Monday. A song uh, was inspired by a meeting I had with Saba, uh, the incredible artist Saba Pivot, uh, uh, called Monday to Monday, but that's not what you're looking for, though you should listen to that song. You should scroll all the way down in the search in Spotify to playlists, and the first thing that will show up is my uh, Gary V Public Profile playlist called Monday to Monday. Every Monday I update it with some of the old school classics like Lionel Richie and Diana Ross and Millie Vanilli and Bone Thugs and Harmony. But for a lot more of you, the far majority, 85, 90% of it is new stuff that I'm listening to. A lot of you ask because of Daily V and just in general when I share on uh, social just my, uh, my thugged out music, <laughs> my hip hop culture. Anyway, nonetheless, uh, check it out. Go to Spotify right now. Search Monday to Monday. I'm gonna give you a second right now because I know you're running. You can actually probably minimize the podcast right now. Open Spotify, search Monday to Monday, T-O Monday. Scroll all the way to the bottom, playlists. Follow that playlist and get straight fire every Monday morning.